Copper, why do you do that, man? He always freaks out. Why are you fucking with my shit, Copper? Fucking with my shit. <laughs> it's one of my favorite Flight of the Concord songs. It's pretty great. Yeah. Robots I, I bet... is my favorite, though. Oh, that's, that's, that's great. That's a classic. Bet my buddy Budward Scissorhands would, would appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Budward Scissorhands? <laughs> <laughs> why is why why is Budward so funny? I don't know. I don't know. It's a fantastic question. I just, I just, nobody knows. I just think everyone in the world needs to know that that Buddy is just an abbreviation for Budward. <laughs> oh man, I think I'm gonna cry. <laughs> well, oh, I mean, shit. you know, you know uh, which 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 term is also an abbreviation for Budward. The Savage Land. Oh, welcome back to the Savage Land, you Budwords. I'm Jason. I'm Rachel, and I'm Matt. And today we're going to be talking about uh, a few things. Our issue of the week is Winnebago Graveyard, and our main discussion is going to be Blade Runner 2049. But before we get into that, we got to crack open our ketchup bottles. Uh, hey, 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 Rach, how you doing? How you doing, Rach? Let's, Rach, let's, let's, let's forget Matt's here for a second. Let's just, I want to talk to I, you. I can't. How you doing? I'm looking right just, at just close, <laughs> close your eyes, Rach. How's, how's life going? How's, how's, how are you doing, Rach? Rachel, how's your object permanence? If you just close your eyes to forget that I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> how's, how's your brain doing, Rach? Uh, my brain. Yeah. Are you able to just forget Matt's there and just 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 talk about your just talk about your life for a second? Let's just. It's been a while since we just had like a conversation. I feel like this uh, is the time no. to just like start talking. You know. No, I feel weird with Matt here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, just close your eyes, you'll forget. It works. It's magic. <laughs> Every time. I'm not comfortable. Uh, who wants to who wants to start their uh, their ketchup? If I cover my face, will you forget that I'm here? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, easy. Oh, I'm completely alone now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, In Rich. Matt's house. <laughs> That's weird. How'd you get there? <laughs> How did I get here? Who let you in? Where am I? <laughs> Why am I sticky? Ew. <laughs> Damn it, Matt's dungeon again. Strikes Ugh. back. Every time, <laughs> every time. Uh, shit, I don't know who's. I'll uh, tell you what. I'll go. I'll. I'll, get I'll give you guys go, some ketchup. Get, go, go get it, bud. Budward. Flush. Budward. Ah. You know what? You guys. Is that ring any bells? Yeah. Yeah. If that's any hint at what I've been doing this week, I bet he's been reading Flash Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I read the uh the new Flash Gordon comic by uh Jeff Parker, Doc Shaner, and Jordy Belair. Or I guess I say new, I mean like two years ago, three years ago new. Um It's fucking great, guys. <laughs> like it's 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 really damn good. It's yeah. it's like the random continued adventures of Flash Gordon, like you know, set uh, after some random adventure uh that happens off page um they just they you know they they go back to what's the what's the world with the 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 blue guy 
Mongo. I have no idea. They go back to it, Mongo. Yeah. Or Escape okay. Mongo. One of the two. Okay. And then they, 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 there's a thing and they go to this one place and the gladiator match. It's like, here's, here's how I kind of viewed it after a little while. It's like a preview of Thor Ragnarok, but it's Flash Gordon. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Super fun. A uh, little less Jeff Goldblum, but just as much swashbuckling. And, no, uh, that's disappointing. I know, right? But I, I, I do enjoy having my, my buckles swashed or my swashes buckled. Who does it? Yeah, that's that's par for the course. That's being an adult. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was great. Like uh, Doc Shaner has like that that sort of simplistic kind of style uh, that you see with someone like Chris Somney or you know Leo Romero, someone like that. Um, and it lended itself really, really well to Flash Gordon and and obviously Jordy Belair's colors were spectacular, and it was like. It kept. I mean, it's kind of the same thing that, that 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 same creative team has done with Future Quest, but it's kept sort of like the the earnestness and and just like weird fun of those sort of old serials, uh, but kind of given it like a modern sort of feel, you know, without like throwing a bunch of pouches on everything. Uh, it just like I don't know. It's 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 a really good balance of of updated and and throwback, um, and I really enjoyed it. So nice. everyone, everyone read it. Everyone just go, just, what do you, what do you, what are you still listening to me for? Why aren't you, aren't you reading the adventures of, of old, old Flash Gordon? Yeah. 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 What's his, reg- what's yeah, his real see? name? Is his real name like Alex or some shit? I don't know. Alex I, My Gordon? Flash Gordon knowledge is zero. Yeah. Bud, same here. I Bud have no idea. I know what he looks like and I know the name. That's it. Flash Gordon's yep. great, guys. I've, I've, I've really, uh, really enjoyed that in general. Good. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm happy for you, man. I, it's 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 been it's been fun. You've been going down through all these old sci-fi pulp roads. Hell yeah! Uh, uh, which which brings me to my other catch-up. Okay. Uh, I've I've been reading uh, a Princess of Mars. Is that what it's? Is that the the real title? Yeah, a Princess of Mars. It uh, sure is. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm only like a couple of chapters in, but uh, it's it's you know it's very it's very uh, it's very fun. It's fun. It's so dated. It is, it's very but dated. it's it's still kind of fun to think about that time period and what he came up with. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's what I enjoy most. About oh, absolutely. It. Yeah, I as I'm going through the the chapters and stuff, there'll be like those couple of like lines that I'm like, oh, ugh, ugh. okay, that's happening, <laughs> and then it's just kind of yeah. keep going and. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 interesting to read, and that, that, I think that's what I've been loving so much lately is sort of like the uh, the sci-fi imagination of people, you know, back in like the early twentieth century. Um, yeah, it's just so it's it's so interesting, and also like back in like with like especially like pulp novels and stuff like that and comic books, like they didn't really need much of an explanation for why anything happened. You know what I mean? There was right. like no, you don't. No. And he went to Mars. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> yep, he yeah, just went totally. there. Yeah. He's there now. <laughs> yeah. It's uh <laughs> it's pretty great. I love I love uh no time to explain, you know. Uh, you know, I think that's something that that's sort of an art that's missing now. Everything has to be explained. Yeah. You know, we were on um we were on Scott Corelli's Spider-Man minute and we talked a little bit about uh yeah, I have to ex- how it's like apparently it's important to explain Peter Parker's web shooters. Yeah. 
but it, you know, and it's just I think that kind of highlight highlighted it for me. If you just don't you don't need to explain anything. You just like John Carter, he gets hurt and he's in a cave and then he's on Mars. Mhm. Yep. That's it. Go there you go, go nuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Buckle up, fucko. Yeah. Uh I I I enjoy that in sci-fi in general. And that's I think that's also why Star Wars is so great. Like Star Wars didn't really you know wait and just like be like okay here's what a blaster gun is and here's how you know hyperspace works and like well and that's i think why people were so mad at the midichlorian thing where it's like why why are you explaining this you don't need to yeah yeah that's that's a very good point it's Um, much it's much funner if there's no explanation yeah it's way cooler if you're like all right i guess they do this thing yeah (laughs) i guess the force is a thing people do and and that's that some people do it and some don't exactly the end (laughs) <laughs> no, and I think I think that's something that uh, that we'll kind of touch on. At least I'll touch on uh, when we talk about Blade Runner. But um, yeah, but yeah, no, I uh, I'm I'm really enjoying this like this this uh, time machine that I've been taking back to the the turn of the century sort of characters, especially these older pulpy characters. Um, so I want to finish the John Carter series, uh, and then I I'm probably going to go into Stranger in a Strange Land. Um, yeah, you're going Heinlein? Okay, hell yeah. All right. Why? I don't particularly care for Highland. I, you know, he's he's uh, he's good, but there's better. Yeah, I'm sure I there like is. Highland. Oh boy, this is battle. The reason I'm going for Stranger in a Strange Land is uh, my, like my dad came out to L.A. for for a day a little while ago, and he's you know he's like a big old school sci-fi nerd. He loved like Star Trek and grew up on like you know the Wheel of Time and all this other those other sci-fi books. Um, and that was one that he was you know I was kind of talking to him about like what some of his favorites were or whatever. And that was the specifically stranger in a strange land was one that he was like, you know, sort of like, you need to read this one. So I was like, okay, I'll do that. I would, I mean, I would agree. I think it is required reading first, first, uh, if you're going down the science fiction rabbit hole, stranger in a strange land is absolutely on the list. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're more of a Clark guy though, huh? I, yes. Clark's Clark's but man. Well, I have, I have read uh, 2001. Okay. Yeah, that's good. And I'll, I'll probably continue uh, in that that series, but we'll see. No, something I failed to mention the other day when we were talking about it is I think you should, and you just kind of sparked my memory there. Ooh, talking about going down the time machine, you should read the Time Machine by H.G. Wells. Yes, I absolutely agree. By Howard Howard Gordon Wells. Uh, no. By Hodge <laughs> Hodgepodge Galaxy Wells. <laughs> Uh, That's the best name ever. Hodgepodge Galaxy. He's he's best friends with Budward Skizzerhands. <laughs> it's Herbert George. That's more boring. <laughs> <laughs> Way less exciting than Hodgepodge Galaxy. Um, um, yeah, I'll probably but read the time more. the time machine, the island of Doctor Moreau. Yes, for sure. Um. I almost picked that the, up the other day for for a couple of bucks. I saw it like sitting there on a bookshelf, and I was like, "Ah!" Oh. I didn't because I was like, "I don't need more books. I need more Kindle, the, Kindle, Kindles." Yeah, well, they're all public domain too, so they're, they're probably free. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but I own a Doctor Moreau, man. Mm, that's one of my favorite books. Yeah, yeah, same here. Yep, it's very, very good. I'll read it. Is that uh? That's fuck. Is that Burroughs? That's not Burroughs. No, it's H.G. Wells. H.G. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. We're sticking on H.G. Wells for a minute here. <clears throat> sticking sticking it to him. War of the Worlds. Come on. The, 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 the original Martians. That's right. I should the, read the War of the Worlds. 
Yeah. Yeah. You should read H.G. Wells. The first, the uh, the first men in the moon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> How'd they get there? I don't know. <laughs> they're just there. No time to explain. No time to explain. Nope. They're just in there. Um, uh, and the the food of the gods is also really good. Okay. Uh, I'll uh I'll 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 go on to 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 the 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 legitimate sources of of books and download all of H.G. Wells. Yeah, do it, man. The the Invisible Man, dude. He's got. He's, oh, he's, that he, one's good. Yeah, he he started them all. I guess it's it's it is kind of funny. Like I, I heard someone talking about it that uh, basically every science fiction character, you know, and especially comic book character, can be traced back to H.G. Wells in in one oh, way or yeah. another. Oh yeah, he is the he's the original. He's the uh, the maestro. The yep, absolutely. He's like the he's like the Jeff Johns of his time. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Jeff Johns, but yeah, yeah. it's a fun fun comparison in my um, head. <laughs> no, he's good. Uh, so the time machine, 1895. It's a fun uh, year. Actually, oh my god, yeah. I did. I actually did start reading the time machine. I read the first uh, first couple of chapters like a couple of weeks ago. It's a very okay. small book. It's very it, it is. And it's mm-hmm. it's the you know the I think the time machine one of the biggest contributions it made is the like you know we were talking about annihilation the other day the um someone's probably going to be talking about uh, it in it, their catch up. What what? I said yeah the a book that someone's probably going to talk about in their catch up. I had a, I think so but in that there's no character names and in the time machine there's also no character names. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yep, I do too cool um cool well that's 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 my uh that's my catch-up pretty uh brief i've been working on a bunch of shit this week so didn't have tons of shit to do yeah my catch-up is also super brief so i'll just go real quick it's it's uh it's uh i saw blade runner uh we'll talk about that in a little bit (laughs) (laughs) and that's been matt's (laughs) catch-up um uh no because i was i went i was camping last weekend and uh just been busy so i really haven't been doing much but uh, I did read, start reading Black Hammer, and don't get weird about it, Jason. But I did read, start reading Jeff Lemire. I, Aww. I did it. I did it, guys. Aww. We're proud of you. Thanks. We're so proud of you, Matt. Uh, no, but I really I love do. You. I th- I th- I'm absolutely loving it. It's a, it's an awesome story, and I think what I like so much about it is it's, it's. Uh, and Rachel and I were briefly talking about this before the show, but Jeff Lemire usually hasn't really uh, interested me because he's very. He's a little bit more morose and serious in his writing. Mm. And this is fun throwback to golden age stuff and yeah. It's it's still a serious story but it, there's a lot of comedy in there and the, in the and all the different like play spoofs of old comic characters are really fun. Um Yeah, he like he does he does so many just like fun sort of like I mean it's basically like golden age DC characters that he's just like putting weird twists on and I love it. Well, one's Captain America. Abraham slams Captain America. I guess. Pretty much. He's like, yeah. I want to be in World War II. And they're like, you're too scrawny and skinny. You can't fight in the war. And he's like, oh. Yeah, that's fair. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't get a super soldier serum, but he's basically Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, I think it's a good mashup mm-hmm, of exactly. just golden age superheroes. Like, it's not really specific. Mm-hmm. Right. Except for Mark Marks. <laughs> Mark Mark's right. Or Colonel Weird is also a very specific Adam Strange riff. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. 
But I, I, Colonel Weird is my favorite character in that book. I fucking love him. So oh, good. I, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. I like the robot. I think my favorite. I think my favorite part so far in the book, and I'm only four issues in, maybe five. Oh well, damn, son, buckle up. I I know. I just started. Yeah, um, and and I'm like I was telling him, I'm in the third arc. I'm on issue thirteen now. It just it just came out, and I can't like say anything, and it's killing me. <laughs> killing me softly <laughs> with his song. But I, I'm just glad that you're enjoying it because it is probably one of my favorite stories I've read in a long time. Yeah, it's fantastic. And uh, you're about to say your favorite part. Yep, it's uh, Talkie Walkie the robot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's when they're having the dinner, and they like. Or like Abraham invites a normal townsfolk over to their little house, mm-hmm. uh, and they're having dinner, and the robot like made dinner, and he makes him go hide in the barn. Yeah, and the robot, as he's walking off, he says, "Bleep bloop, I am sorry, master. Bleep, I am just a loyal robot. I live to serve my human overlords. Beep bloop beep." <laughs> <laughs> and I got a, a kick out of that. That's real Je- like. I, I I really enjoyed Jeff Lemire. I think Rachel's like slightly higher on his sort of uh, his sort of fan fan list than I am. But um, I, I I've really enjoyed his stuff, especially Royal City lately. Has just been just been fucking killer. Uh, yeah, very morose, like you said, Matt. Like it is it is kind of morose and, and serious, but in a in a fantastic way. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, you know, I was telling I think I was telling Rachel earlier. I might. I probably won't, but I might. We'll see. <laughs> if uh, if oh, you're in the right mood exactly, for and it. I, and I'm so often not in that mood where I want to read something. Like, I want to, like, comics are really escapism for me. And I, yeah. And uh, I really like the big fantastical stories. I think that's why I'm glomming onto Black Hammer so much is because it is just this, like, excellently crafted science fiction superhero mm. weird story. And it gets better. And I guess, yeah. And the throwbacks to all the old stuff, super cool. And no, I mean, that's why I like Remender so much. It's the same thing. He just writes these big, kind of fantastic stories. Like Black Science is such a fun throwback sci fi kind of style story. And see, it, yeah. what's funny is that, like, I've actually always found Remender to be a bit more morose than, than Jeff Lemire is. Uh, it's, but it's not just, it's, it's, it's the, it's the story itself too. Right. And I, I, that's what I mean by the escapism. It's the, it's the more fantastic. And that's why mm. with, with Royal city, it's like, I don't have a lot of interest because it's, you know, it's really just about this kid who died. Yeah, that's fair. And, and, uh, that's just sad already. That's, yeah. It, it is, is a really <laughs> bummer story. Yeah, it's, but it, it's horribly it's, sad. But it is really good. And I, completely understand not being able to read or watch stuff when you're just not in the mood for that yeah no i'm not in the mood i can't physically sit there and read or watch it no i need my i need my i need my space operas in my Mm -hmm. in my pulp pulp style science fiction that's my jam that's why warren ellis is so great yeah warren ellis is really good you got to read Planetary, uh, dude. That's that's one that like it's it hasn't been on been on my catch up yet because I haven't finished like a story arc uh, of it quite yet. But I'm gonna be talking about Planetary at some point because it's fucking great. Cool, Matt. Just just real quick, if you ever do read another Jeff Lemire, read Trillium. Mm. Okay. Mm. Did he draw, did, did he do the art? He did, but <laughs> it is it is a sci fi 
time travel story. Okay. It's, I mean, like. And that's, that's the one where you have to flip the book when they change dimensions. That's right. That's right. It's, that's it's the cool. most pulpy thing that Jeff Lemire has ever written, probably. Like, it's how very do, throwback. Yeah. How, do you, how do you do it on an iPad? I don't recommend it. <laughs> I, I did it, and it was and it was awful. Rotation but, lock, um, maybe. Just, just oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, but I I have the book just in case. But okay. Um, I think you'd like that one. Yeah, I like his Marvel stuff. I've been reading his Marvel stuff. It's pretty good. His Moon Knight was so fun. I yeah. loved it. Yeah, his, yeah, I loved his Moon Old Man Knight. Logan's really good, and his uh, the X Men one he did was really good too. You should read his Green Arrow, Matt. It's uh, I probably won't. <laughs> I, you know, I, I think that movie, I think that show, that TV show, fucked me up for Green Arrow forever. Ah, oh, dude, that like that. I, sh- I, uh. I know, I know, I know, but I know. Yeah, I, I, I get it. <laughs> I gotcha. Oh well, we'll get yeah. him someday, Rachel. You know, I watched that new Justice League trailer that just came out. The like final Justice League trailer. Yeah. That played fucking heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I'm sorry guys, that movie does not look good. <laughs> I I'm more down on it now Ugh. after watching. I was that. so bummed. That trailer was a bummer. Yeah. Like don't play heroes first off. I, I completely agree. Second off, <laughs> fix your fucking special effects. They look like they don't look good. They look pretty bad. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I'm <clears throat> I'm cautious about, about Justice League. Uh uh, like any time that any movie has the amount of extensive reworking that that movie has had, I'm I'm pretty cautious about it. Yeah, I mean it still might save it, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that it's less Zack Snydery. But he- here's honestly what I think is that I I do think that a lot of those special effects are not done yet. Like I think they are going down to the wire on finishing special effects. I don't know. The effects in Batman v Superman were bad. Yeah, they weren't yeah. particularly great. The, the over reliance on CG is disappointing. Yeah. Yep. I agree there. Because um, uh, it looks just like an entire digital. Like there's that. There's the scene where they're like in the Batmobile and Aquaman's like on it mm-hmm. and then jumping off of it and stuff. And it looks like everything is CG. Yeah, and I think a lot of that. <clears throat> I think a lot of that's the red skies too. Um, because that like that's a whole dark side thing when when the armies of apocalypse invade the the sky turns blood red um nonetheless though it's but, ooh. yeah it looks weird ooh. i i i yeah i'm i'm cautious obviously i'm still going to watch it of course um yeah, oh, I'll, oh, I'll we're still, all, oh we're I'll all going to go watch it, it. <laughs> and we're going to have an episode and we're going to have an episode on it yep <laughs> maybe I, maybe I, i'll be I, in town I, for that and and i can uh watch you suffer right next to me well, I, I have. I hope that we have that episode, and we're all like, "Hey, it was fucking great!" Oh yeah, yeah. I Let's, I hope it is good. Yeah. Guess we'll find out. Guess we will someday. Maybe, maybe someday. <laughs> uh, Rachel, what's 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 in your what's in your packets? What's in your bottles? Um, I don't know where to start. Uh, start with annihilation. Yeah. Annihilation. <laughs> I read that book in one day the marvel comics event mid- i no, <laughs> shush i stayed up until midnight to finish it because i just couldn't stop myself and i have no answers i know it's so frustrating <laughs> i am so, so frustrating <laughs> all it did was just give me all these questions and no answers and now i don't know what to do with my life and Two more i don't books. trust anybody 
Yeah, two. You have two more books, but it, it really it, it is like, what a fucking crazy story. Yeah, that's what I liked so much about it. Is it was like, here's some people in the woods. Uh, what the fuck's going on? They don't know. They don't know. You don't know. We don't know. There's like weird, like uh hypnotism shit going on and that scared me that That legitimately scared me when i'm like this is making me very uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) oh man because that's when i'm just like man i I don't fucking trust anybody now like everything i see could be fake yeah you got got all sorts of hypnotic uh suggestions yeah no it's it is I, i i i'm with you how did you like it? Like generally overall, did you like it? Yeah, I, I loved it. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to keep reading. I've ordered it, the second book. It, so. it, it does kind of fill you with that bleak sense of like, oh, my God, nothing matters. Yeah, exactly. Because, <laughs> yeah, and the botanist like talking about her life with her husband and her husband was on the expedition before her and he came back different and just... And she's even like, yeah, I loved him, but I'm I'm not chasing him, like, <laughs> huh. right? But then, like, she loved him, but she didn't really care, right? Very weird. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it's very bleak. It's so bleak. I'm so excited for that movie. I, I watched the trailer again yeah. after I finished the book, uh-huh. which just led me with even more questions I know. because I can't tell if the trailer is. Are they combining? I don't it? know. Because that's what it looks like. I think they might be because, yeah, because there's a lot of stuff going on in that trailer that I was like, that's not in the book. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember I think they this. might be combining it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I, I want to read the next two. That was... But I also did love how much research this guy put into everything. Like, because he goes in depth with fungus and spores and the way things grow and affect you and it's just a lot but it's so interesting oh yeah yep i'm with you and i like that it's all i like uh i like that it's just called area x yeah this place they're in and they still don't explain no explanation what that is what's the rest of the world like we don't know i have no idea (laughs) It seems like maybe it's normal out there, but maybe not. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. Why is Area X quarantined? We don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing. I mean, it, I think that's one of the. I think that's what <laughs> makes it so brilliant. Is it really tying back into don't explain things? Yeah, you don't need to. It's just a crazy fucking story. Yeah, and your brain just goes wild with what does this mean? I don't know. And you'll, you, yeah, you just don't find out. <laughs> yes, yeah, someday. <laughs> And that's what I kind of like in the trailer when he's asking her questions. She's like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what'd you see? I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't describe it. I Do you, Can you see Natalie Portman in that role? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. I think that was a good casting choice. Yeah, I think she's perfect. Because she does kind of seem to have that disconnect. Exactly. That she has. Yeah. She seems so like someone I, who I just like, doesn't good. know anything. No. Uh, no, I think that movie is going to be that movie is going to be a winner, and it's soon. It's February, so yeah. I guess that means finish the other two books real quick, just in case. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't want anything ruined, but it does kind of look like they added in 
some things. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if there's a. I wonder if like the internet maybe has information whether or not it's the entire trilogy or just the first book. Oh no, I was scared to look up anything though. Yeah, I don't want to look anything up. <laughs> I know. I don't want. I, I. I. I want the story to unfold as as it will instead of because. Yeah. I, I don't want to know if there are answers at the end or not. Like exactly. I think that's kind of the fun of the book is like I might finish this trilogy and not know anything. Yeah. And that's probably going to be okay. I I would be okay with that because that seems like the way it's supposed to be. I'm just not supposed to know. And that's sort of fun because it kind of puts you much more into the place of the characters who also have no idea what's going exactly. on. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, I it's yeah it, it looks good. like uh it looks like the movie is just based on the first book because at the time that alex garland wrote the screenplay the first book was the only one that was out oh okay yeah huh well there's stuff in that trailer that's not in the book yes i'll yes. tell you that maybe he maybe yeah. he expanded on it then or or we're just seeing his interpretation of something that is in the book and it's just hard to tell that could be it, because again, yeah, I don't, know I, what... I don't know. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and the trailer does look <laughs> nuts. For for everybody listening, go check out the trailer for Annihilation. Yeah, that movie's gonna be bananas. Yeah, and I mean, like, I mean, it's it's the fucking ex machina slash dread slash sunshine guy. So like, it's gonna be great. And I I yep. love all those movies. So yep, yeah, and Oscar Isaac. Yeah, fuck yeah. Need more? Nope. Is he the <laughs> husband? Yeah. Okay, that's perfect. I know. <laughs> so perfect <laughs> i'm so happy yeah <laughs> but yeah i i all i have is questions i have no answers at yep. this moment it's exciting yeah i hope it's yeah it, it'd be cool if it was a trilogy that'd be a that'd be a cool movie trilogy yeah it would. Or maybe not i don't know i haven't read this yeah I, book. maybe the other books suck i don't know <laughs> I, don't, I, I doubt it because he wrote them all like the same time and just released them all as like amazon yep oh books. okay yeah He's like yeah, Andy Weir of The Martian. they're not very long either. What, Jason? I said he's like uh, Andy Weir. That's how Andy Weir released The Martian. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Which I love. I like that new uh, that new model. It's it, again. It's like it's kind of like comic books in a way. Like it's like a lot of things where it's like, hey, I made a story. Here it is. Check it out. Like I didn't go through any like weird like channels to try and get it published or like you know go through the official process. I just wrote a thing and now I want people to read it. Here you go. Yep, I love yeah. it. Love it, love it. Uh, what else you got, Rach? Um, I don't know what I should talk about because I watched so much stuff. Pick your favorite one. <laughs> yeah, pick your favorite. favorite one. Or yeah, <laughs> let's go yeah, on one end of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't. See, I have like no feelings about anything because of <laughs> annihilation. It's just like sucked everything. No longer out capable of, me. of feeling emotions. Yeah, just nothing's real. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did watch the first episode of Mindhunter and I was having a lot of issues with it because it is probably the slowest first episode of anything I've ever watched and I have a really hard time with that mm-hmm. so I did find myself grabbing my phone quite a bit and just browsing stuff and not really paying attention because I maybe I wasn't quite clear on what it was supposed to be about really Mm. i thought they were just going to jump into serial killers and that was it but what they're doing is it's about more how they started investigating serial killers and more of the psychology of it 
because at that time period, people were just, uh, they were born bad and that's the end of it. There's no reason, other reason why they would mutilate people. Like, oh, it was a lust crime, the end. And this is more about how they kind of introduced their new investigation. Hmm. So it is interesting. It just took them a really long time to get to that. (laughs) (laughs) And I still might give it another chance because now I got past that. But it it was pretty boring. Yeah. And a lot of it was very unnecessary, I thought, to get to that point. (laughs) (laughs) So I I don't know. It's weird. I I didn't realize... uh, that Charlize Theron is also an executive producer along with David Fincher. Huh. That's random. Huh. Yeah. It is random. She's not in the show at all. No. It's weird. I don't know. So you're going to keep watching? I might give another episode a go. And if I can't get into it by that point, I'm not going to, not going to continue. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. the the it's like it's I think like the the creative team probably earns enough to at least like give it a, a shot. But yeah, like if it's not interesting, then whatever. Because I mean, like the writer is the guy who wrote The Road. Like that's yeah. that's a I fucking mean, good movie. It's Cormac McCarthy. No, sorry, that that wrote the screenplay for The Road. Oh, okay. yeah, not the book. Yeah, which is a really good book. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I don't know. It was just. It seemed like a lot of unnecessary things to get to the point that they're trying to make. It wasn't like right up until the end when you're like, oh, okay, that this is what the show is about. <laughs> it took 50 minutes to get there. And then the last 10 minutes, you're like, oh, okay. I, I gotcha. Yeah. That's, see, yeah, that's, 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 that's a while. <laughs> yeah. But now they're there. Yeah, that's why I'm willing to give it another yeah, shot is because, right. okay, now I know what the point of the show is. That's, yeah. That's yeah, uh, I don't know. I probably won't watch that show. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't blame you, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll still give the second episode a, a shot. Yeah, cool. See what, see what happens. Nice. Cool. Uh, nice. Well, should we, should we head over into the issue of the week? Let us. Yeah. All right, the issue of the week is brought to you by uh, T-Blocks. You can go to... Oh, we, we forgot to do the comic bento message this episode. Ah, fuck it. doesn't matter. Uh, issue of the week is... <laughs> issue of the week is brought to you by T-Blocks. Uh, $9 a month, you can get a t-shirt sent to your door. Pretty fucking cool shit. It's, it's you know... Cool t-shirts are great. Use uh, the promo code COOLTBX to get uh, 10% off. You can go to tblocks.com, T-E-E-B-L-O-X.com. Use the promo code COOLTBX to save 10%. All right, let's talk about the issue of the week. Rachel, it was your week? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I picked uh, Winnebago Graveyard by Steve Niles. Ooh. With art by, uh, what was her name? Al- Allison? Allison Sampson. Sampson. Got it. What's uh, what's Winnebago Graveyard about, Rach? It's about this family that's going on a little vacation in their Winnebago, and they see a carnival on the side of the road out in the middle of nowhere and decide that that will be fun. Yeah, why not? Well, yeah. he, it was the dad was trying to, the stepdad was like, I know what to do to make this my stepkid like me. Yeah, because the stepkid doesn't. Because uh, the stepkid like was a turd. Yeah. So he's like, 
I'll take him to this carnival that's out in the middle of nowhere and we'll all have fun. And then their Winnebago gets stolen. So basically and it's uh, the, it's it's National Lampoon's vacation. But with a weird yeah. demonic cult. <laughs> <laughs> same thing. Yeah, totally same thing. <laughs> uh yeah, I I really liked it. It is only four issues, but we're just talking about the first issue right now. So it is a, a short story and it does kind of wrap up. I kind of wanted more, but I thought it was fun and mm-hmm. creepy and just kind of scary horror-esque for October. Ooh, spooky, spooky. So it's only a four-part series? Yeah. Did you read the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. Of course you did. That's that's why I picked it. Gotcha. Because um, I enjoyed it. As I as I was as I read this first issue, uh, it became clear to me that kind of like what we were talking about um, last week on uh, when we talked about Rough Riders, um, it became clear to me that this was a chapter uh, and not a, an episode. Um, yeah, you know, and, and and it was pretty clear. I was like, oh, okay, like this is this is like a a you know sort of standalone like horror story. You know, it's not a not necessarily like a series, you know, it's not a serialized type of, of story. Um, and so it was like, it, basically like this issue felt like a first act, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, where it was kind of like setting everything up and like getting them to the situation that is then going to kick off like sort of the, the horrific elements of it. Um, and so I, I, I thought it was very like as a first act, it was very, very well executed. Um, it has me really interested and intrigued and I almost read on, but I resisted because we're only talking about the first issue. Um, mm-hmm. And I like, I, I think that like if, if I were reading this in a graphic novel, I would probably be thoroughly enjoying it again. Like I don't, I don't yes. know how, it, how the series ends or anything. Um, but to me, to me, it felt like, oh, okay, it's, it's a very like, and that's probably why it's four issues. You've got one issue is the first act, you know, and then two issues serve as the second act. And then the, you know, the final issue is the third act. Um, mm-hmm. and so it, it feels like it's structured like a movie to me. And therefore it felt like I was, it felt like I watched the first 20 minutes of a really good movie. That That's hmm. exactly what I was thinking that it's structured like a horror movie. Yeah, and so and so it was like you know, and, and obviously we'll get to it when we talk about the questions. But basically, for me, it was enjoyable, uh, and I really enjoyed it. But if I were to compare it to another horror series that I think has a, a really really good first issue, Outcast, uh, in the first issue of Outcast, you get a full sort of it's it's an episode rather than than a chapter. Basically, you know, it's it's a full sort of like yes. conclusive story on its own that builds to another larger story um whereas with this you know they're he's not trying to set up tons of subplots because it's a self-contained thing uh and so i, I don't know yeah it, I, I i thoroughly enjoyed it but i think that uh it's it's not necessarily a a full uh story with a beginning middle and end but anyway what do you think of it matt I had one complaint when they show up to the fun house and mm-hmm. they're like, this has been here this, since the sixties. There's a dinosaur and the dinosaur is way too modern looking to be from the sixties. <laughs> uh, so not buying it. Not believable. <laughs> well, well, that makes my one complaint seem not so weird. My one complaint is that a lot of the facial expressions are really derpy. 
They're so derpy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm with you there, too. I See, uh, I, I was reading I, that, but I was kind of like, maybe that's intentional, you know? like maybe, I think it's intentional. Yeah. Like, she's trying I, to make it, like, I very real I enjoyed it when it's, like, the townsfolk, when the guy's like, we ain't got no law here. That's pretty good. Like, that, it works, but when it's, like, the family and they're derpy looking, like, it, it kind of bothered me. And not, yeah, not pretty... every family needs to be attractive, you know? These could just be people from from Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I have relatives from Alabama. I can say that. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes it okay. Yeah, it makes it okay. Uh, I I would say overall, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I do. Other than the derpy faces, I really do like the art. I think yes. the art's very cool. Yeah, I it's love super the creepy. Art besides the dirt. Yeah. It's it's kind of like it's funny in that way of uh, kind of in the same vein as someone like Jason Latour by abstracting and making the art more weird. It makes it feel more real. Sure. You know, like yeah. it's, that's such sure. a bizarre thing that like by by using less realism, it feels more real. It's very yeah, weird. Sure. Well, you're getting out. You're getting away from the uncanny valley, right? You're going more into the dream world. Totally. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I think that, like, I, I hope that she continues to do, like, crazy, weird, creepy horror stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it works really well. It does. It does. It's, it's the same with, like, why 30 Days of Night was such a great horror movie, uh, comic, because the art in that is just fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. it's just unsettling. And it's, like, same with, actually, I'll, I'll mention it later, because I'm going to recommend this as a similar comic, but yeah. Witches? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, witches. <laughs> Sorry. I, I blew it. <laughs> Um, I blew it. You did, you dick. You blew it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have much more to say about it other than uh, than than the questions. Should we uh, should we should we roll down our issue of the week questions? Let us. Yep. All right. Uh, does this book require any prior reading? Well, it's a first issue of a new series, so I'd say no. Nope. Nope. Uh, satisfying on its own. No. Yes and no. I think it's 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 well executed, but I don't think you'll be satisfied if you just read this story. I don't think it offers any conclusions to anything. Um, yeah, yeah, that, 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 yeah, yes, that. And so, yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think if you're going to read Winnebago Graveyard, it seems as though it's going to be a great story. I would certainly uh, pick up the the trade instead of single issues. Yeah, yes. definitely read the whole thing. Yeah. Um, should it be adapted, and how? Uh, personally, I think if if it's going to be adapted. It would make a great like Bloomhouse type movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I would definitely pick movie because it's a series. That, I mean, it's already a short story, so it's just not going to work out. Yeah, the, but as the, a movie, I I think it would work totally. And it, it like it doesn't really I seem like there'd be much room to add subplots to this thing. But no. I don't know if it should be adapted. Yeah, yeah, I don't think should. Uh, th- th- I I think maybe that that'll be a thing to kind of like rephrase the question because I don't, I don't necessarily think anything should be adapted um maybe maybe could will be the better way to phrase it going forward or you could say if adapted how yeah there you go yeah. how would you yeah but i i think you're right because i think some stuff just don't it, leave it in comic form yeah totally um if you like this uh what else would you like my recommendation is witches i think it's it's along the same vein very creepy unsettling art that's uh that's pretty abstracted um especially the colors the colors in witches are are bananas um yep literally bananas it's just all bananas they colored with bananas um (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah and it's also along the sort of a similar vein where it's just like a creepy sort of like family story um that uh 
you know, I don't know. It's, it's just a, a, a horrifically unsettling story. What about you guys? I'm going to, I'm going to stick with my 30 days of night for the same reasons. That That's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to recommend baby teeth by Donnie Cates. Ooh, good, good choice. And I, I, I like, I, I, I'm definitely enjoying that series. Yeah, I every time I see another issue of that come out, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read that, because um, it's it's a similar thing. It's a family dealing with teen pregnancy. It's just that the baby happens to be the Antichrist. So it's great. <laughs> as as want to be, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like I mean, I I love Gary Brown as an artist. Like he on Black Road, he fucking killed it. And so I'm I'm oh, yeah. really wanting to read Baby Teeth. Um, yeah, I highly recommend it. And then, obviously, Ra- we we know Rachel already kept reading, uh, but for for Matt and I, will we keep reading? I'm actually going to say yes. I I'm interested to see how the story concludes. Uh, I'm on the fence. Mm. I I may or may not depends on if I'm feeling it. What else? Uh, I wouldn't. This doesn't. This didn't really. This didn't suck me in super hard. Um, but I did enjoy it. So I don't know. That's why I'm on the fence. That makes sense. If I got the yeah. time and if I got a if I had the time and I had like a like a a trade paperback I I I I I'd absolutely read the whole thing. Yeah, it's it's That's one of those fair. that you would just like burn through right away if you needed to. Um yes. So yeah, and I, it, wouldn't, I don't I don't think I'd go issue by issue with this on if it if I if trade paperbacks weren't a thing and the only way to get it was to buy four issues every once a month, I I don't think I would. Yeah, I agree. Um and so, uh, so yeah. If, if you want to read Winnebago Graveyard, which I, I think I, I can safely say that it's it's going to be pretty good. I mean, the reviews for Winnebago Graveyard uh, as a whole series have been fantastic. Um, I enjoyed it as a whole. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and I and there I did read the sort of the everybody who's commented on it, and uh, that gives me a little bit more of like a don't don't judge it quite just yet. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. Because because there's some pretty great names attached to this and they all loved it yeah tons of people have 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 sung the praises of this book um but yeah uh you can go to our website that might be cool.com uh and if you want to order the trade paperback of winnebago graveyard you can click through our amazon banner and that'll help out the show and give you a fun comic to read so check it freaking out there you go uh yeah and that's 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 it for the issue of the week um should we talk about uh, should we talk about Blade Runner. You guys ready to talk about all that all that synthwave cyberpunk neon neon lights and? Well, well doesn't yeah, Matt have to pick yet, his yeah. book? Oh, that's right, Duh. Matt. What's what's uh, what's your pick for issue of the week? Uh, so my pick. Uh, it's okay. You can. It's okay, guys. I'll go next week. Uh, no, uh, my pick is um, uh, Jason Aaron's Star Wars number twenty one. Ooh. Um. Which is sort of a uh, one-shot uh, story uh, about uh, like a uh, elite squad of stormtroopers. Hell yeah! Cool. I'm fucking it's down with cool. that shit. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Um, that's it. Star Wars number twenty-one from the new Jason Aaron run. The what was it? Twenty twenty fourteen run, twenty fifteen run, something like that. Uh, I think it's twenty sixteen. Hell no! It, has, number, it hasn't made it twenty four issues in one year. This issue came out in twenty fifteen. Oh, okay, I was I was talking about the run that started in whenever. Okay, this is number twenty one. It's on the cover. There's stormtroopers. 
<laughs> That'll be easy to find. That's helpful. Um, yep. Okay, yeah. So yeah, so 2015 um, was the, was when that run started. Um, yep. Okay. All right. Now you now you can get back into your spiel on neon lights. That's my synthwave music. Good job. That's good. How's uh how's how's all those blades running? You know. Slowly. <laughs> very slowly. Very slowly and methodical. Yeah, boy. Uh, all right, let's so so let's talk about it. We'll give like a, a quick uh, 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 non-spoiler uh, toe dipping into it, and then uh, then we'll just go full full spoilers. But what was what were your 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 first overall sort of like impressions of the movie as you walked out of the theater? Um. I don't I don't know. <laughs> well, it's it's hard to kind of lump into one feeling, I yeah. think. I I will say just overall I absolutely loved it. Mm. I I enjoyed it. I felt like there were a couple of areas where it left a a a, a bit to be desired. We'll get into that. Um Yeah, I agree with that as well. <laughs> I uh I I I had to get up halfway through and walk around the theater. <laughs> I was falling. I was falling asleep a little bit. It is long. Um, fucking hell, that movie's long, and it is. It is very slow. Uh, but with that said, uh, just in a nutshell, I thought that the sound design, the soundtrack, and the cinematography were a plus. Yeah. Uh, as a gorgeous movie to watch and listen to yeah in every aspect it is truly beautiful um and i thought that the uh the opening scene with um with drax uh dave Batista. Batista, yeah i thought that opening scene was i that opening scene i was like oh my god this movie is the best thing i've ever seen in my life (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then it and then it took a sharp plunge into let's go really slow and have 10 minute walking scenes and i was like "Mm." Okay, guys, but <laughs> but overall, I I would say I would say I really enjoyed it too. I I feel very strange saying this because, as you know, if stuff's really slow, I I can't sit there and handle it. Yeah. That being said, I would have sat there for like four hours with this movie because I, I was just like so into it. Huh. I didn't care that it was that long and slow. Yeah. Absolutely, I did a little bit. Um, I, my my knees did start to hurt, <laughs> but I, I still would have sat there and watched whatever they wanted to show me. There you <laughs> should we uh, should we just take take the full dive in, take the spoiler spoiler bandaid off, and just start start going full full blown. Yeah. All right. Uh, spoilers spoil, from here on out. Spoil, spill spelunking. Um, and yeah, like for everyone listening who hasn't gone and seen it, go fucking see it. Like it's it's intimidating that three hour runtime and all that stuff, but like go see it. Um, yeah, it's fucking great, and it needs more money. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I I first off, like the fact that this was a three hour movie and I didn't, I saw it twice, and the fact that I in Jesus. neither, I know right. In neither showing did I get up to go to the bathroom. Uh, that's pretty impressive for me because I consistently have to pee in movies, like, all the time. <laughs> uh, 
And granted, once I did get out of the movie, I spent I spent a, a good amount of time uh, standing at the urinal. Um, but I TMI <laughs> never too much. Um, yeah, I, I I Ryan Gosling like every time I see him in a movie, I like him more. Uh, I did not used to like him. I still don't really like him, but <laughs> I love him in this movie. He's he and okay again full spoilers. So if you're if you're really not wanting to hear everything about this movie, then fucking tune out. Uh, I I'm like I'm still not sure if I wanted him to be Harrison Ford's kid or not. I did. Like, cause he, like, especially those scenes with them together, like, it really makes you want them to be father and son, you know? Yeah. And I kind of love that it plays it that way, that it makes you think that and kind of makes you want it after a while and then it takes it away. Yeah, that was, God, that, like, that was a very good twist, uh, because it does lean so hard uh, into, like, making you expect that you know uh because he's you know like he's decided along with you that like he is harrison ford's kid uh and then having that like ripped away and and realizing and also like a a very sound like in a way like a sound scientific thing where the the first like kid born of a replicant you know is like biologically uh, uh deficient right that she's like got health issues and stuff like that and and in terms of like you know, like evolutionarily speaking, and and Matt might correct me if I'm wrong on this, but like historically isn't like sort of like the first of like a new like kind of breed of beings isn't aren't there always like weird like health issues with that? No. Type thing? Evolution's so much slower than that. Well, like I'm talking like cross, like sort of in a way like crossbreeding, you know, like when two species sort of get together and like like form like a new half breed species. No, No, that's that's... That's like uh, a mule. Yeah, weren't weren't early mules like uh, like sickly? No, no. Because it'd be every mule is a new one because it's a cross between a horse and a donkey, right? I guess that's fair. And so, oh, but if you breed two mules together, there's another mule, right? No, they they're sterile. They can't breed. Oh, they can't! I didn't know that. Yeah. Damn. So there's that aspect to crossbreeding like the liger you can breed a lion and a tiger and you can get a liger out of it Mm -hmm. and they can have some health issues they can also be a little bit healthier but they're sterile so interesting um okay what do you guys think of the of the cgi rachel (laughs) (laughs) what did you guys think of the cgi rachel (laughs) the, the cgi rachel the Rachel's. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, "What? Why are you specifically asking me?" <laughs> the computer just looked at each other like, "What the, the fuck?" The computer man? generated Rachel. Uh, that was pretty legit. I thought it looked really good, yeah. actually. Like, obviously, you could still kind of tell it was a little wonky, but yeah. I I still liked it. Yeah, I bought it. Is that actress yeah. dead? No. That, oh, why just old? Hmm. I and I don't know. I didn't really research this because she's she's crazy. Oh. she's crazy town. So I didn't know if they actually wanted her to come back in it. I know they gave her a credit, mm. but I don't know if that was just the CGI or if she actually did come back and do anything for it. Interesting. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, she, she's up. a she's a crazy 
lady. <laughs> Sean Young. Yeah, she hasn't been in a movie since. Uh, oh no, she's been in a lot of stuff. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was in Bone Tomahawk. Did you guys see that? Oh yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Bone Tomahawk. Talk about it all the time. Okay, so they it's got Kurt, it's got Kurt Russell in it. Uh, they didn't. Uh, they didn't bring Sean Young in. They just superimposed uh, her likeness from like stills from other films onto a stand-in. Oh, okay. Huh. Um, that, that's kind of what I figured happened because yeah, I didn't think any of those people would uh, would want to work with her again. Oh fuck. <laughs> Harsh. Um, no, I I I like the the story itself. So here here's honestly like my biggest problem with this with this movie what the fuck was the point of having jared leto in this movie that is also my complaint as well and more so like him but also the other lady like Mm. when they bring out all the other replicants and they want him to kill deckard yeah because they want to start a war basically like nothing ever happens with that and that really bothers me that's that yeah that's kind of my point is that you have you have two major subplots introduced into this movie uh you have you have neander wallace jared leto's character and then you have yeah the lady that's like the the head of the resistance or whatever and they just like pop in to say a couple of things but there's no like movement in their arc yeah because you could have the war with them like the uprising yeah and then you also have crazy jared leto trying to perfect the replicants but none of that is ever it doesn't go anywhere yeah it doesn't go anywhere at all and that does bother me that's why i'm like if they would have put more of that in there i still would have sat there for like four hours (laughs) (laughs) i like i i don't know It, it, it 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 bothered me to a good amount like especially like what you're talking about the fact that she's like we're gonna start a war and like a revolution and he never he never even says like he it's it's we don't know if he's like gonna join that war or anything like that like and i mean i guess there's something to be said about like yeah sure like we don't know what's gonna happen but like don't just like set it up if there's no payoff for it you know yeah you just like you just you just put the gun you put the bomb under the table and it never went off yeah why even take the time to set these other stories up if all you're going to focus on is the kid yeah totally and it's, then just end it with the kid it's like i get like you like, needed a little added tension to like that scene with deckard where you're like oh is he gonna kill him is he gonna let deckard die and like they told him to kill him and then you get the part where he's like nah you drowned out there man dog uh yeah <laughs> that, that's exactly what he says that's how too. he said it um <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, and again, I really enjoyed the movie, and I, I loved that, you know, the third act of this movie wasn't uh, a giant, you know, like, fucking war with a trash ring and a sky beam. Uh, yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But... I mean, the, those complaints even still, you know, in there, I still loved this movie. Absolutely. What'd you, what'd you guys think of uh, Joy? Not the I David like, O. Russell film, the the Android character in this, in this <laughs> movie. I, I, li- I liked it. I thought she was cool. I thought that the the uh, superimposed sex scene was pretty cool to watch. That was nuts. Very yeah, that very was creative. That, yeah, that was interesting. But I, I I still liked her as an element of the story. Totally. No, she's fun. And and Mackenzie Davis's character, I I, I actually really enjoy Mackenzie Davis. I want to see her in more stuff because she was great in The Martian. 
she was fantastic in this, and I feel like she always has like these small like bit parts. Um, what was that? What was that character's name? Mariette, Mariette, uh, the the prostitute. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she was she was fantastic, and like the the sort of the scene between Joy and and Mariette, like when she's leaving the house in the morning. Um, yeah, that was I don't know that was a that was a, a great little interaction. I really enjoyed it. Hmm. Um, I I do like all the throwbacks as well. Cause she, that character, she still kind of does look like uh, Daryl Hannah mm-hmm. in a way, and like just all the imagery, like the big Atari symbol, the ballerinas, like everything is just. It made me so happy that all that was still there, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I was trying to explain it to Cap. I'm like, you don't understand. Like it looks exactly the same, <laughs> and I was just like so happy and he's just like okay like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's i i'm with you on there like i i loved the especially like i i actually really really loved ryan gosling's uh car that thing was yeah. was fucking sick and like all the the weird like uh more analog computer systems you know yeah um that was all great. I, I, okay. I loved uh, Lenny James's character, um, the guy at the orphanage. That yeah. guy was really fun. Like he was only in it for for like a couple of minutes, but he was like a. Uh, it, and that's I think that's the thing with this movie is like you have all these characters that just like show up for a minute and then they're gone. Um, but it was. But they still have like a lasting impression. Yeah, and so that was I I I thought that like of of the sort of bit parts in this movie, I thought that he did a uh like a fantastic job and that his character was super interesting like even like that whole orphanage and like the the world down in san diego like just seeing that and you're like wait what the fuck is going on here you know like it's an so so i i I have a question yeah so the girl that she makes the memories yeah did she intentionally give this memory to him in the hopes that this is the outcome or did Ooh. she just make it not thinking about it really? Mm. Huh. I don't know. Cause that's not explained. Yeah. Well, I'm like, do you think that she knows who she is or what she is? I don't think she knows. I don't think so either. It's like and and that's the thing about this movie that, that I think is so great. Like there is so much sort of to 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 debate about, about or yeah, pontificate about. Yeah. Like and espe- like especially seeing the the larger world of this universe uh it brings up so many questions um cuz like even like seeing Las Vegas you know and like seeing San Diego like branching out to those areas it just like makes you like start wondering like what the fuck like where are the people in this world you yeah. know <laughs> like yeah what what happened yeah <laughs> It's 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 so especially like you think like it, it makes you ask like and obviously like a lot of people are off world but like what hap- what's going on off world like what yeah what world are they on if they're not on Earth and <laughs> I like and I do like that it does leave you with all these questions totally but, I mean on kind of the same frustration as annihilation it's like I have more questions now than answers <laughs> yeah and even matt and i talked about this before we started recording because i thought that i had read the from ridley scott saying that deckard was a replicant yep and in this movie 
it's just kind of like is he <laughs> i don't know he doesn't admit to it so okay here's here's my thing so i i i am sort of of the mindset that deckard is a replicant however i kind of think that ridley scott did not make the movie originally thinking deckard was a replicant and eventually like must have heard a theory about it and decided that yeah. that was what he wanted it to be because sure. like even yeah. that unicorn footage in the final cut is not from blade runner he didn't film that for that movie it was from a different movie yeah so like 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 i don't think the unicorn tease from like edward james almost at the end like i think that was just like him doing a fucking thing right like a, a little one of his origami things and just like yeah. leaving it there to show deckard like hey i could have killed you but i didn't and that was like the only meaning intended behind it <laughs> <laughs> and then and yeah. then like after everyone was like pontificating about is he a robot is he a replicant like whatever then really scott's like ah wait a minute i have this random fucking unicorn scene i can just throw that <laughs> in and make it seem like edward james almost had the answers the whole time um yeah but they did like there was some expert toe-stepping in this movie to like s- like not give any definitive answer on whether or not deckard is a replicant yeah it's like i mean i, d- d- I like i I, I kind of like it, but I kind of don't. Yeah, because I I just, I just want it to like be definitive. Uh, I don't know, um, but at the same time, it's it's fun that it's not. Um, uh, yeah, I still like that he he didn't say if he was or he wasn't. And yeah, so here's Does, maybe he doesn't know. Yeah, I kind of so I kind of think, and in tying it back to to something that happened in the first Blade Runner. When Rachel asks Decker the question of, have you ever performed that test on yourself? I don't think he has. And I think that he's afraid to do it because I think yeah. that he doesn't like he's he's a he's I think he must think that he might be a replicant, that there's a good enough chance that he doesn't want to find out if he is. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking since they didn't. He Well, he didn't confirm nor deny yeah that maybe he just doesn't know himself and he doesn't want to know exactly i i think that's the thing is i think deckard himself prefers not to know whether or not he's human um or more human than human <laughs> as not sting said in the first movie <laughs> <laughs> that's not his name his name's not sting uh, <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know. I, I I still though like I could I could watch I could probably watch this movie uh, ten more times just in the background rather than actively focusing on it, just because it's it's so fucking beautiful. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree, and yeah. I would go again if I had money to pay for the IMAX ticket. <laughs> <laughs> movie pass. Um, yeah. I and and that's God the IMAX I saw it regular the first time and then I saw 2D IMAX the second time. Did you did either of you see 3D? No. No, I just we just did the IMAX. Same. I I'm kind of glad I didn't see it in 3D, but I am curious as to like how I, good the 3D experience I is. I didn't really want to see it in 3D. I thought IMAX was good enough. Yeah. IMAX is fun. Yeah. This one doesn't. I don't think this one needs to be 3D. No. I liked that it was shot entirely in IMAX. I hate it when the aspect ratio changes while I'm watching an IMAX movie. Yeah. Um. I don't know what uh, what other what other like shit is there to to talk about with this. I mean, did you, like did you guys think that it was uh uh at least satisfying as a movie? Oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah for the most part. I don't. I you know I don't know. I I I've been waffling so hard on whether or not I liked this movie that. I still can't really figure it out. I it took 
me a while to let it sit in whether I liked it or not. So I think Matt's still in that stage of, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because I did, <laughs> I really liked Ryan Gosling. I thought Harrison Ford was fun. I thought the Joy character was really cool. There was some incredible imagery. I didn't like Jared Leto's character at all. Really? No, not at all. I didn't see, like what you said, I didn't see the point for him. And I, yeah. didn't, I just didn't, I didn't, it didn't, didn't do it for me. The other villain, what's her name? Love. Love. She was awesome. I loved her. God, yeah. she was scary. Yeah. And Robin Wright was good. And Yeah. Uh, do you want to hear something sad? Okay. Uh, the character Jared Leto played was supposed to be played by David Bowie. I saw that. Oh. That's sad. That is sad. That would have been better. That's, a, that's so a, yeah. much better. That's a very Jared Leto thing to do, though, is like, oh, I'm going to play the role that Bowie was going to play. I don't know. He I, just, I, I just don't love Jared Leto. I think he's, I think he's, he's trying too hard. He's not like Daniel Day Lewis, who's like trying hard and pulling it off. He's trying too hard, and it's like a little bit like. Mm. I think I, I think he can be good. I, I loved Dallas Buyers Club, and I think he did deserve his Oscar for yeah, that. That's fair. But it kind of seems like after that, he saw, oh, I'm successful in playing these characters and doing method acting i'm just gonna keep doing it and now it's just not working yeah i yeah i get increasingly frustrated by the people like jared leto eddie redmayne leonardo dicaprio who are just like so obviously trying to like make everyone know how much they're acting uh yeah where you're like dude i fucking get it like <laughs> just just be in the movie you don't have to like to, like do yeah. the, the weirdest shit every time you act um at the same time, though, I, I, I did enjoy his character. I, I thought his portrayal was good. I just didn't like that the that it offered no conclusion to his sort of arc, you know? like um, Yeah, definitely. But overall, I, I, I enjoyed him. Um, I, I, I kind of hope that this movie does end up doing well because I, I feel like it's not conclusive enough to be the end of this franchise. Like, I feel like it needs a third movie to be like, all right, what the fuck is happening with all that other stuff? I don't think it does need anything else, honestly. Yeah, like, even I, though I'm left with all these questions, I think it it's done. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think it's done, too. Mm. I wouldn't want any more Jared Leto. No, I don't need a, I don't need a ton of, of answers, and I don't want to see, like, the robot uprising battle. Like, no. It just doesn't fit with the rest of the tone. No, absolutely not. It's a much more not. personal story than that. That's like why, that's like, that's like why the Matrix was ruined as they were like take it away from this personal story and now let's make it just a big fucking robot battle yeah that's yeah. fair i completely agree because it did leave on that tone of that personal story connection yeah. you're talking about between yeah. him and his daughter it just stops right there and i'm fine with it never continuing i don't want it to yeah i don't think it needs to maybe I don't, I, don't know. Know. I don't know. I feel like it wasn't conclusive enough. Um, do you guys? So do you, but I'm I'm cool with that though. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Um, do do you guys think that that Denis Villeneuve is the the right choice for the new Dune adaptation that he's doing? Oh, I did not know that. Oh, I didn't know he was doing uh, Dune. Yep. So maybe I. He's, uh, this, I mean, it was. I I would say this movie was excellently directed. Yeah, it's very well directed, so, and I mean, he also did Arrival and Sicario. Yeah. Yeah, I, sure. Why not? Dune is just. Uh, I know. I'm with you on Dune. Like, 
Dune's cool, but kind of a mess. It is. It is a mess. That uh, yeah, that book is. Well, that guy was on a lot of like LSD. Frank Herbert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Frank Herbert's a weirdo. So yeah, it's it's all sorts of all over the place, but uh, it is a cool story. Yeah, I, I do I, love I, it. Yeah, I'd, I'd be. That's intriguing to me. They haven't really done Dune right so far, so. Yeah, it's. It's interesting, like, so the, the screenwriter is the, the person who wrote Benjamin Button, uh, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, Ali, Forrest Gump, uh, The Postman, um, a bunch of interesting, huh. like, weird movies like that, and then obviously Denis Villeneuve is the director. Uh, it's, it's, it's intriguing. Yes. Um, I don't know if it's good, <laughs> but it's intriguing. I certainly would have been more high on it if if uh, Michael Green uh, had stayed with him to to do that because I think Michael Green is probably one of the best writers in Hollywood right now between American Gods and um, and this and what was the other movie that he wrote this year that that was really good? I fucking forget. I'll look it up. Um, I, I agree with you there, though. I just like I I, I think he's he's. He oh uh he did part of the story for Alien Covenant but that doesn't matter but Logan was the other one that he wrote the screenplay for. Um I would have Yeah, I definitely think he should have Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but Eric Roth, I mean, I don't know, you know, he he hasn't done much in a while, but obviously like, you know, Benjamin Button and and Forrest Gump and other stories like that, they do a lot of uh narrative weight pulling, so I'm sure that he can digest Dune. But yeah, I like I think that if anyone can direct a good Dune movie, it would probably be Villeneuve just because like Arrival yeah. was so amazing and so was was Blade Runner, but I don't know. Yeah, I definitely think visually he's the perfect choice for that. Yeah. Who do you ca- God? Who do you fucking cast in a Dune movie today? Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> I watched the David Lynch Dune the other day. That movie's fucking weird. Oh, it's so weird. Oh yeah. Was, yeah, uh. strange. Anyway, uh, I don't know. Is there is there anything else to say about Blade Runner? Uh, no, uh, the soundtrack was incredible. Yeah, it oh, was. Yeah. Um, very. I really pr- enjoyed the lack of melody. Yep. Yeah. I thought that was striking and really sort of set home the tone of the movie. So that was that was that was very cool. Yeah, it's something. Yeah. It was something that was done in. Um, good time recently that i also really enjoyed where it's just kind of like this unsettling like a melodic uh just like just like this 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 like sort of like tension rising but not like really giving you like music you know mm-hmm. yeah um I, I i enjoy that i think that like for whatever reason the last couple of years uh the score of a movie has gotten much more involved in like the um the like i don't know how to say it just like the the narrative presentation of things rather than just like accompanying uh what you're seeing i don't know sure yeah um yeah i don't know i i should we should we rate this 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 motherfucker the only other thing about the soundtrack i liked was the uh the the motif of peter and the wolf throughout the entire (laughs) yeah I, i appreciated that i didn't notice that what are you talking about his phone ring tone is peter and the wolf yeah, is the theme is Peter's theme from Peter and the Wolf. Interesting, I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Huh. That's Peter. That's Peter and the Wolf. That's fun. Yep. I, I yeah. I, I never picked up on that. That's cool. That's cool. Um. And uh, Edward James almost was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad they they got him back. 
just for his little little snippet, but he he was still there and doing his origami. His little know? origami sheep. Get it? Get it? Get it? Yeah. Yep. And then and then something in his <laughs> eyes. Ha <laughs> I get it. Something in his uh, eyes. Get it, yep. get it, get it, get it, yep. get it. Wasn't long for this world, I get it. Um did it was you, good. Did you guys think he looked like Colonel Sanders? A little bit. I really no. when I first saw him, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like I th- I, when I didn't realize it was Edward James almost, I was like, what the fuck is Colonel Sanders? Oh, okay. How could you not know that was him? It's like that immediately. I know who that person is. I don't know. It, it took me a second just because of like the all white and the bow tie and the, the, the goatee thing. I was like, what the hell? Oh, no, I didn't get that at all. Oh. Well, if anyone, if anyone thought he was Colonel Sanders, <laughs> uh, email letters at savagelandpodcast.com. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'd say so for my for my rating, I'll, I'll give it uh, I'll give it uh, 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 I don't know eight out of ten. I can't think of anything clever. Yeah, I don't have anything clever either. I'll give it a nine out of ten. I'll give it a I don't fucking know yet. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll give you another week. Thanks. To- <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. So so next week we've got uh, the Star Wars number twenty one. Um, from Jason Aaron and, and whoever the artist was on that particular uh, issue. Uh, give us your, your ratings and reviews. We always a- appreciate that shit. It's great. It's fun stuff. It's good. It helps us a lot. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's Twitter, Savage Land Pod. Facebook, Instagram, Savage Land Podcast. Give us them them follows and likes. And, and, and send us send us all your thoughts. What do you think of Blade Runner? Uh, letters at SavageLandPodcast.com or Twitter at Savage Land Pod. Tell us what you thought of Blade Runner, um, and then what's what's coming up? There's a bunch of movies coming out like the next couple of weeks that we'll probably be talking about. Um, let's see, Justice League, Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Is Thor the next one that's coming out? No, Justice. Yeah, Thor's the next one. Yeah, it's the third, I think. Let's. Yeah, it's actually it's actually pretty soon here. Yeah, that fucking terrible Professor Marston in the Wonder Woman movie. Hey, oh, can yeah. we can we can we do a brief? Can we do a brief? Sorry, I, I just completely derailed you from your Professor Marston. No, I don't fine. even want to talk about that. It's <laughs> it's just it's fictitious. Read an actual book about it. It's much better. Yeah, right. I also wanted to just reiterate that 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 story is not not true. Yep. Um, what were you about to say? Uh, uh, the trailer for the New Mutants. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. It, I don't know. Well, here's the thing. Like New Mutants, if you if you go back to the original New Mutants run, it was actually like a pretty horrific uh series. Like there were there were a lot of horror elements in the original New Mutants. Uh and so I'm okay with it, but it's very interesting that they're doing like a weird like Blumhouse thing in the X-Men universe. It's very weird. Yeah. yeah. Like I I like it, but I I don't know. I I'm 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 it's another one of those things where I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, you know. I'm I'm hoping yeah. that it's good, uh, but who the fuck knows? <laughs> like, <laughs> when does that come out? Probably like next year, next February or April, March. Oh, okay. And then fucking Gambit, uh, like, is is apparently like get, getting produced again for like the third or fourth time. It's it's going to be shot. Uh, Again, who the fuck knows what's going on there? Um, like, and then I think isn't isn't Dark Phoenix like coming out like sometime between like February and May? Uh, no, I think so. Huh? Because I I think they oh, just they? wrapped filming. Did they? Yeah. Hmm. 
let's see yeah okay okay november of next year okay so we still got we still got plenty of time before that fucking thing happens okay <laughs> oh and deadpool that 2 makes more sense. Too. the new mutants is april 13th april 13th okay wait a minute hold on i think deadpool 2 is coming out like in february <laughs> it's not it's coming out june 1st they're moving it to the summer what are they doing oh <laughs> <laughs> Well, because Black Panther's going to take over. Black Panther's uh, February 16th. Mm, okay. That makes sense. Let's see. I, I, yeah. I want to check the, the the movie release schedule so we can like get ahead on like uh, you know what we have people oh. send their fucking thoughts in and shit on. I am. I'm already on it. Oh, yeah? We're, 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 yeah, we're really... The next thing that's coming up really is Thor Ragnarok. Hmm. What, what day Unless does that come out? Uh, the 3rd. November 3rd. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, that, I mean, because this, this episode, let's see, this episode's not going up until the 26th. So, so yeah, I mean. that no, Happy Thor, Halloween. Yeah, happy fucking Halloween. Um, yeah, Thor won't be coming out until the day after next week's episode comes out. Um, or the day of, I guess. So, so that'll be when we're like, hey, give us your thoughts on Thor. Uh, get, get guys. <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit! The next Jurassic World movie is coming out next year too. Uh, it is. Yeah. Jeez. I yep. there's a good chance Jurassic I'm not going to see the next Jurassic Fallen World. Kingdom. Oh dumb. This, come on, what? really? <laughs> <laughs> what can what what title can we make that's like Lost World but different? Fallen I'll still Kingdom. Also go see it. There's, Dan, there's a new Predator movie. Shane Black's Predator movie. I'm actually uh-huh. stoked uh-huh. for that. With Edward James almost in it. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I Oh, and then fucking... Mar- so you guys haven't read Marvel Legacy, right? No. no. It's interesting. Uh, Jason Aaron wrote it. Marvel's going in a new direction, but I think they're still going to be just as shitty as they've ever been. I don't know. Those salty pants. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel's just been shitty lately, man. Like, there's like a... Took a weird turn. There's like a few good series that they have, and they keep canceling them. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. yeah, why? That's true. They're making a Rampage movie based on the original arcade game Rampage. Really? But the apes and monsters destroying cities. Huh. Huh. <laughs> huh. Did we? Oh wait, we, I don't know how to fill. Did you guys ever see Kingsman Two? No. Huh. No. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> That's that's, see it someday. that's strange. Yeah, someday. Um, just not. I don't know. I'm not. It's not. It just isn't biting me right now. Yeah. What about this fall's yeah. biggest movie, Flatliners? I already watched that movie in the eighties. Yeah, gonna... I already watched it in the eighties. <laughs> it's getting bad, bad, bad reviews. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I I saw that. Oh, but I man. mean, it, it wasn't a good movie to begin with. Yeah, so. I'm sure. Um, actually, once this episode comes out, uh, the Professor Marston movie is going to be out i think so i can finally talk about it that movie literally like there there are moments in that movie that will make you want to smack yourself in the head because they're so fucking overt and like uncreative like there there is a moment where a woman is standing in front of him wearing the wonder woman outfit before he's created wonder woman and he's like haha eureka like i'm gonna make wonder woman no it's so dumb it's so dumb i does it like go into well anything true about this man so it it, it goes bdsm and stuff yeah well that's the thing it's like focused on the bdsm stuff but like in a very fictitious and weird way like it's still a very weird movie and like uncomfortable at parts to watch 
but it is like it is not the truth at all mm. it's uh well didn't like his granddaughter or something do a disclaimer saying yeah. that it's none of this is true yeah that it's an entirely a work of fiction mm. there's there's a great like there's a book about about uh william uh marston that's that's again much more accurate uh you can go read it. i forget the title but you know if you f- look for marston biography um well, that that that's just disappointing because he was a weird guy he's fucking weird like i think the movie at the, at the very least the movie will get more people aware of of who he was and like you know all that stuff which is i think good because he is a, like a very weird and unique person um but I just like God. This movie was just like it was so heavy-handed, and like there are there are just there's so many moments in the movie that could not possibly be true, like that that I know for sure are not true. But like even if you're someone objectively watching it completely fresh, you'd be like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like it's <laughs> it's just not. I watched like I watched this screening. This was like way back in fucking April or March when I when I thought that I was going to Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, you you got tricked. I got fucking tricked, and like I. Okay, for the first 15 minutes, I thought this was a fake movie that they were, like, putting up as, like, a ploy to, like, you know, like, make people, you know, like, think that they weren't going to see Wonder Woman or some shit. Like, that's what I thought in my head. Because I did not think that, like, this, like, that they were, would make a movie this bad about Professor Marston. I was like, oh, they probably had, like, a week to film this thing, so they just fucking shot whatever. Nope. Full movie. Oh. Dumb. Mm. Fucking dumb. Uh... Oh, Murder on the Orient Express is coming out soon. That movie, just this, just the mustache alone has me on board for that movie. Oh, that movie's gonna. That movie yeah. looks like it's gonna be incredible. It looks so good. Like, and what is that mustache? <laughs> I want it. I want that mustache. You're all so the time. obsessed. It's so good. It's so good. No one else in the history of the world has been this excited about a mustache. That mustache deserves an Oscar. <laughs> like if if that movie doesn't already have the oscar for hair and makeup i don't know i don't know what you need to do to get it because because god that's good it's a good mustache um anyway if you have any mustache thoughts uh letters at savagelandpodcast.com <laughs> let me let me hear it uh i don't know are we mustache you a question <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck that's dumb <laughs> that's so dumb that's good though <laughs> Oh man, I'm getting on a fucking early ass flight tomorrow. Um, I'm not excited. I'm like halfway sick too, so I hope I don't get more sick in between now and then. Uh, anyway, that's that's all. That's that's. Uh, is that all for the show? We're we done. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I think we're done. So, wait, I, I feel like this episode has been a little weird. So I'm sorry to the 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 listeners if if we've been a little uh, off our game today. I don't know what game do we really have. Why are you listening to this still? We love you. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> That might be cool.com. You never know. <laughs>